Yeah, this is Jay. Greetings and salutations from my closet because you know, Corona. Uh, hey, Bianca, how you been? Hey, Jay, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty fantastic right now. Doing pretty fantastic. Um, can't complain. Can't complain. I know you've been busy because in your fields, which is mental health, people have needed you over these last few months. But, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. But I know yeah, your schedule a real thing. has been full. For real, for real. But, you know, we have had a lot happen over the past several months. We're not going to say how many, but a few. And um, I know... Just a few, just a couple, just a couple. I know you have made some really substantial changes in your life, and I think we should really start off with talking about that. Um, you have changed your whole fitness routine up, and I think people need to know about that. So let's dive into that, and you tell them about what you've been doing over the past, I don't know, was it 18 months or something like that? Maybe that's too many? Listen, this you know it's it's been it's probably more like 20 um you know it has been there has definitely been some changes going on um i have okay let's be honest i have an apple watch okay and in the apple watch it gives you these fireworks shows these little sparklers that go off when you come when you close the ring so if you stand for at least one minute, 12 times out of 12 different hours of the day. Um, if you exercise at least 30 minutes and you meet your calorie goal, it has these little sparklers that go off. And then when you close all three rings, all three of them, they all do a sparkler show together. Okay. I'm lame. I'm childish. I'm not an adult. I love the rings. Okay. They give me such joy. Um, when they go off and then if I work out early in the morning and I close my exercise ring, it says, good job, Bianca way to seize the day. And that'd be encouraging me. Absolutely. Encouraging me. Absolutely. With my watch and a catfish flyer, I have started, um, a serious weight loss journey. Um, I'm not going to lie. I have, um, done this losing weight, working out thing, my multiple time, probably too many to count, um, over the years. And this time I feel like it's actually sticking. Um, maybe not for the best reasons, but here we are. Um, I'm almost 70 pounds down. Outstanding. Woohoo! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it's really because I have, um, I think the difference is, is that, it's been more fun. Um, I have a um, couple trainers that I work with. Um, I have really kind of monitored what I eat and really trying to focus on what is a lifestyle change rather than what am I going to do uh, for a quick fix. And I think that has been the difference um, and been having, you know, having fun with it. Excuse me. So it's um, it's, it's been pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. It's it's really the main motivation is these rings on my watch. And then, wait, when you work out seven days a week, you get a badge, right? Mm -hmm. And it spins around and it says, congratulations, seven workout week or seven day workout week. And then they have like 
monthly goals that you can get that, that they set up for you. And when you, when you get those, it says, congratulations. So literally, I mean, I, I do it for these badges and I do it <laughs> for these rings. Um, and you are not alone. I just want to thank Apple. You are not alone. No. They have, uh, I've seen many an ad talking about people in the rings and how they have motivated them. But I love how you excluded the fact that, um, the workout regiment that you started to go to initially, which I believe was a boot camp, I do believe the instructor was rather easy on the eyes, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Oh, listen, listen. Okay, guys, true transparency. You're right. I went to boot camp because my trainer, Antoine Mack, was fine. Okay? I'm not going to lie. I had the intention <laughs> of going in because on the flyer, he ain't got no shirt on, and he's he's definitely some eye candy, right? Um, so I went to class thinking, you know, he's gonna take his shirt off in class, which he did not. Slightly disappointed. Uh, spoiler alert: he doesn't take his shirt off in class. Um, but by the time I left class, my whole body was sore, but I felt good, but it hurt. So then I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll try it again, secretly, kind of hoping maybe the shirt would come off. Um, it didn't, but then I noticed that things started to change. I started feeling better after I left, even though the workout was hard. And so I went from going along with my rings. Let's be clear. Um, I went from going to boot camp initially like one or two times a week and I upped it, ended up going six times a week. And, um, now I actually work out literally seven days a week i still go to antoine but me and antoine break up probably uh every time i see him and um because he still has yet to take his shirt off and we're um 15 months into this and i've seen no no chesticles nothing nothing so ladies don't 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 be fooled by the catfishing pictures doesn't happen in real life I mean, hey, we all got to sell it some. Hey, wait, it brought you in. So that was the goal. And I mean, he achieved the goal. And like I said, you your journey has been something substantial. So I am not going to lessen that. So if it was rings and a fit physique that brought you in. and But the community, because I know you have formed one heck of a workout community and a fitness community since you've started this whole process. That's what keeps you going. I think that is fantastic. Um, I have enjoyed watching your progress on your Instagram accounts. Um, You know, you love the side-by-side comparisons, and we have seen plenty of them. And uh, But like I said, I think it is fantastic. There's more coming. There's more coming. I love the side-by-sides. Yes. But you know, I think those really encourage people because what I think you have really shown through your whole process is one that dedication and commitment is really important and that you have to be there in your own mind and make the choice for yourself. You can't try to get fit for other people on other people's times. You have to do it when you are ready to do it because that's what makes it sustainable. Yes. Yes. Um, that is, You hit the nail on the head when you talked about doing it for yourself. I think every other time in my mind, I have always wanted to lose weight. I have always wanted to kind of get 
healthier, but I wasn't really committed to the idea. It just sounded like a good thing to do. Um, and honestly, the motivation to really get in shape, um, didn't come right away. I ended up joining the gym, uh, April 14th, 2019, um, with two of my friends. I joined Planet Fitness and literally the only reason that I joined was because, um, my friend Taria would not shut up about, Hey, have you joined? Hey, have you joined? You can go to the gym. You can come to the gym with me. And I really just joined so she would shut up and stop talking to me. I didn't really think she was going to make me go. Okay. So she made me go. And then the first time I, I worked out, I did the elliptical. I was very proud of myself. My calorie count was low and I, I got the rings and I said, Oh wait, what is this? <laughs> What is this? I said, let's try this tomorrow. Let's see what happens tomorrow. And it did it again. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. And then about a month after that, um, May, actually it was May 21st, um, I went to my first boot camp because I was catfished. And so the motivation to really start getting healthy really didn't start coming in till probably maybe like June or July because I was going because my friends were going Mm -hmm. and I wanted to hang out with them. And then in the midst of that, I found new friends, new supports. Um, And then it was kind of like, now this is kind of a habit. This is kind of a routine. Um, I know, I know you should remember this Jay. when I I went to Ghana last year Mm -hmm. and I flew and I flew from Chicago to Dubai and there's a time change, a big one. And I lost a big one. And I lost my rings because of the time change. And I, when I tell you I was devastated, <laughs> I was devastated. Um, I broke my streak. I broke, I didn't get my rings. It didn't tell me congratulations. I was very sad. Um, but, you know, that, that being internally motivated is something that is still, I'm still working on it. It is still new. And accountability is everything. Like, I got friends, you people who hold me accountable like hey what's going on yeah. and i'm like hey yeah. i'm still getting my rings and i know like with the pandemic and i know i would dare say you probably were more active than i was during the lockdown portion of the pandemic and i'm not gonna lie you gave me so much life and so many laughs when you pulled out that big ass cast iron skillet that i don't know where you got that from but you started posting the cast iron workouts and I was like, see, that's what you do. You make a way out of no way. And I, like I said, it gave me life and I appreciated the last something serious. You know what? I forgot about COVID cast iron. Yeah. That was a real thing. That was a real thing because I was devastated when the gyms closed. I was like, wait, what? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to close my rings? And I got very sad. So a friend of mine was moving actually and she was going to get rid of the cast iron. I was like, oh, no, we don't get rid of cast iron. Listen, that that cast iron skillet with the lid is 23 pounds. I mean, okay. it's huge. I'm like, it is. It's huge jungles. I'm like, wait, I got a whole set of weights <laughs> right here. Uh, and then I remember one day, because I have this, this thing called Satan Sled. Well, I call it Satan Sled. <laughs> um, that Antoine makes me do. is it's um, You got to push it up and down. And I, it's horrible. But I was like, man, you know, I need to do some legs and I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I had bought a new bed. <laughs> the mattress came in one of those rolled up 
uh, you know, boxes. Oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> it was 88 pounds. So I'm like, I'm going to push this up and down the hallway. So I created my own Satan Slayer. Yeah, I had to get real creative during COVID because the gym shut down. It hurt my heart. I didn't know what to do. But I love that you made a way. You you really did. I mean, there you have those individuals like myself who has equipment at the house and you can, you know, kind of improvise. You may not get the same kind of weight that you normally would at the gym, but you can make it work. But I love that. Like I said, mm-hmm. the way that you were being creative was finding ways to kind of keep your routine going, even though you couldn't go to the gym, was outstanding. But I also know you, like the rest of us, you know, had some struggles during the pandemic with, with eating and snacking. I know uh, I ate a ridiculous amount of chocolate chip cookies. It does not help that I am a baker. And I make really good chocolate chip cookies. But, you know, it was just me and I wasn't going anywhere. Phenomenal. Phenomenal cookies, y'all. Just, she's being modest. Check out Crunchy Crumble because they fire. Get the peanut butter kiss. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, and I I ate whew, probably... Like I said, it, it's, uh, we're not even going to talk about it. It was a lot. It was a lot of cookies. And I was like, you know what? We need to stop. Yeah, you know, that was a self-conversation. And, you know, it was just one of the many coping mechanisms that, you know, all of us had to figure out why we were going through this time of being stuck in the house, not being able to go a lot of places, places that we don't want to be, I'm sorry, places that we want to go to being closed and as they were saying, you know, the cute little, we are physically distancing, not socially distancing. I mean, let's be real. Some of us were physically distancing and socially distancing. And just, you know, the effect right. that that had on our mental health. And I know, like I said, as a mental health professional that you are, I know some of the stories that you told me just kind of going through the pandemic. Because I know you made yourself available through telehealth or what's it called? Um, teletherapy. Yep. That's yep. what it's telehealth. called. Yeah. Teletherapy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you were talking to clients during that time, you know, while you're going through your own struggles, maintaining your fitness, trying to keep some sort of routine, like what were you hearing from people? So, you know, it it's I heard a lot of different things. A lot of it um, actually didn't really have to do with um, long term or short term struggles. There were some anxiety about you know, some of them who got furloughed, people who weren't working. But honestly, um, probably 95% of my clients were having to face themselves in their own traumas and anxieties that they had masked under working and being busy and going out. So I probably had, I've doubled, definitely doubled, um, probably almost tripled my caseload with during this pandemic because people are stuck with themselves and their spouses um at this time and it's it's really interesting because you have to find what is what is your personal goal um and what is it that you want to work on and people Mm -hmm. haven't really thought about that and so you know i've had people come in who were like if i don't have some therapy now i'm going to do something to someone and i'm just like okay Let's talk about what that is because now people are have nothing but time. Yeah. Nothing but time. Yeah. That, that was the thing that I heard a lot of. And I mean, I was one of the fortunate ones who was able to continue to work during the time of, um, 
shoot, what was that called? Now I didn't lost my mind. Um, the shelter in place. Yes, that. Um, but I I started seeing the conversation about mental health so much more than I ever had before, and especially in the black community and some other communities of color. You know that that conversation became to be more normalized about, you know, mental health is an important thing. Just like you take care of your physical health, you need to take care of your mental health. And that, and then I just kept hearing that over and over again. So that was a positive that has come out of this, but I know like it made people either revisit habits or behaviors that they thought, you know, like I don't do that no more, but being stuck and having to kind of sit in that, really made people like you said just kind of think about what have I been doing is this something that I want to continue doing and where can I go from here because this has definitely been a reset for a lot of people it's it's been a a reset and a rebirth in a lot of ways um I am personally very stoked about this conversation surrounding mental health now and the access and the transparency that we're seeing with mental health is just dope. Um, One of the things that I have noticed is that while this pandemic has been devastating in a lot of different ways, this allows kind of some freedom and some space to reconsider things that we always assumed and we've always done. And with one of those being mental health, I have had a huge spike in black men coming to therapy. And that's (laughs) right. Shout out to y'all. Because that is not something that is valued. That is not something that is really promoted. Not, not only in the black community, but in black men in general. And I got men and I'm not going to lie. Some of them, are doing some of the best work in there because they are unloading so much of the world. And it's it's one of those things where they're doing it for themselves. They are really, you know, working and I and I feel like I can I can relate a lot uh, to what they're doing. The work is not hard. I mean, work is not easy. I don't like going to the gym. I know I go all the time. Let's get it straight. I don't enjoy the physical act of working out. I like the results of working out. I like the camaraderie of working out. I like the fact that I can wear clothes that I ain't never been able to wear. I can I can put a bathrobe, I mean a bath towel around me and that have my almost clothes. Like it's those things that I enjoy, but the work itself is hard. And that's it what is. people are doing in therapy. They're coming and they're seeing the results, but they're doing the hard work. You know, this this process ain't easy. It's not. It's definitely not. And I know, like, for me, I am not a gym person per se, at least not anymore. I definitely prefer to do my workouts in other ways. And I know I revisited what used to be one of my passions, which is hiking, uh, because you couldn't do much indoors like so many other people, I went back outside and I got to go hiking and seeing and being in nature and just the healing aspect of being outdoors. And, you know, as we all know, trying to get a bike this summer was dang near impossible because <laughs> everybody, everybody and their mama 
was out on a bike. And then everybody named Mama became bike specialists, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, you ain't rode a bike in 30 years, and now you know all there is to know about cycling. But you know what? I had to be okay with it because the fact that people were getting out and getting active just warmed my heart. You know, people were revisiting something you know, that they hadn't done in years because it gave, it got them out of the house and it reconnected them with something, you know? So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, girl, you tickled me when you said everybody becomes a bike specialist. Yes. Everybody is an everything specialist. I am a bike specialist. I am a weightlifting specialist. I am a, listen, I have, as you know, on my workout Instagram, I post, probably every day. And I really do it more so for accountability, um, for me and accountability. I, I, I go into these challenges with other people, but I've had more people jump in to say, Hey, you know, you should try it this way. You need to, you need to work out this way. Hey, you need a, you know what? I'm a trainer. You should call me. I can do it. I said, listen, y'all wouldn't check it for me when I was fat. Now y'all can't come check for me now. Thanks, boo boo. I got three trainers. Okay. Quit playing with me. Quit playing with me. <laughs> now you the expert. The Instagram has get off my phone. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just, but you know, that's that's what happens. You know, when we when we have time to spend longer than five minutes, we think we know all the things. And you know, it happens. It happens. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. If some people really have like dove all the way in on things and now they're like fully kitted and you know are in bicycling clubs or running clubs or whatever kind of fitness club because i've seen people out here playing softball and soccer they got in trouble for that here in chicago by the way um because you know that was not a distance sport and they were out there doing it but i get it you know um but yeah it has been it has been something special to watch i will definitely say that it has been something Mm -hmm. special to watch Mm. And like, I know with me, Mm -hmm. with the hiking, I have been able to introduce people to the outdoors who normally wouldn't have gone out there. And I can definitely understand, especially with some of the incidents and things that have happened over this, you know, the past several months with black people in the outdoors. We'll just leave it at that. And um, I can see why, you know, a lot of people don't feel welcome outside. And I have really made it my personal goal to get more people outside and in nature because nature has this beautiful healing effect on both your body and your mind. Because, you know, I know we like to think we don't need to be outside and we don't like bugs and we don't like trees and we don't like it when it's hot outside and I don't like sweating and all these I don't likes that I hear. But everybody that I have taken hiking, when they have come back, they're like, that was awesome. You know? Yeah. So That's real. Yeah. But let's not discount the aggressive bugs that do be outside, though. They be having some aggressive bugs out here that fly in your face. Um talk about being outdoors you know and becoming a fish now so i started riding my bike more and more now because it's free it's outside um and i caught myself going down these trails that um you know didn't have no business going down and there were bugs the size of me flying in my face 
And I said, you know what? I just, this is your home. You right. I came in your home. I didn't even <laughs> ask if I could come in. So I turned around and had to go back because listen, I, I didn't, I didn't respect your space. I didn't respect your space. So them bugs, they'd be real. They, they'd be real, real aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're mm-hmm. not wrong, but here's the thing. Like you said, you, you take it, you take the good with the bad and you learn to have an appreciation of, um, of nature in, in its natural space, because you got to remember we invaded their space. They did not invade ours, but that's a whole nother t- topic for a whole nother time. And we just going to leave that alone. But you know, that is, that's true. And you know what? That, that is a very true um, piece, but I think the the kind of the bigger thing that you're talking about is a lot of that self talk, those personal narratives that we have in when it comes to working out, when it comes to fitness in general. And the thing about that I learned about fitness is doesn't have to be in the gym. And that's really what Corona told me was that I was really under the impression if I don't have my gym, if I can't go and work out with Antoine, Veneer, or Jose, and those are the three that I train with, if I can't work out with them, then I don't have anything. And what I realized is that's not the case. What I was telling myself is that I needed this building or I needed this idea when the reality is, is I just needed to move. Um, I just needed to... Uh, find what that motivation was. And like I said, you know, earlier, the rings are really a motivator for me. I know they're inanimate and I know they don't give, they don't pay my rent and <laughs> they ain't paying no light bills. But to feel the little tap on my wrist when I close the ring, um, to see the little sparklers, to see my history and see all of these rings closed is motivation for me to get up early and say, okay, you know what, Bianca, you, you're going to cuss. Now that's the other thing. I do cuss when I be working out. Um, you can, you can ask Vanita Dyson. I cuss regularly. You even have a t-shirt that says it. (laughs) And I mean that. And I mean it. And the thing is people laugh at me while I'm doing like, oh, you're silly, but I be meaning it. But again, I think that my biggest, the biggest thing to to take note is what is your motivation? What are you telling yourself? And are you doing it for you or are you doing it for someone else? You know? So a lot, those personal narratives are huge, huge. Yeah. Sometimes it's all you got left. Yeah. Sometimes it's all you got left. Yeah. And, And sometimes like I know for me, it's sometimes you have to block out the sounds of other people because you know depending on your family and your circle of friends you know they may be encouraging but they also may be oh you're getting too skinny you're doing too much you don't need to go this often or you can just have this one snack one now i'm not gonna lie i've been that person because again (laughs) i'm a baker that's and I real. make lots That's of things real. that I'm like, I'm not about to eat the three dozen cookies. So I'm about to share this with all the people. And so I have friends who work out and I'm like, this one cookie is not going to hurt you because you're going to go work it off. I know it's not right, but you know, I do it. Uh, because again, you know, we're being transparent. But, um, but yeah, you do have to kind of change that self-talk and, and ask yourself, like you said, who am I doing this for? Am I doing this... Or, you know, you can ask the question, is my health worth it? 
is because I know some people, they need a medical scare before they, you know, get it together. Some people can have yeah, a heart true. attack and the doctor says you need to change your diet and that that, that doesn't scare them. It's like, okay, you just going to die then. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you really do have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And can I continue on this way? Or, you know, can I start taking these baby steps? Because the baby steps are so important. You know, we always we all want to think, I'm going to go outside and run five miles. You ain't ran in 10 years. What makes you <laughs> think you're about to run five miles? But you can mm-hmm. say, I'm going to go outside and run a couple blocks. Or I'm going to walk a mile. And that kind of gets you mm-hmm. going again. You, you We have to be realistic about our expectations and what we hope to achieve to get mm-hmm. us going. Absolutely. Re, uh, realistic, realistic expectations and non-scale wins. Um, that is something that I, I know that I am really struggling with because the scale is not moving um, like it was this time last year when I started. Pounds were coming off, coming, 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 coming. Now it's like, lose a pound and a half oh we may lose two and i'm like listen listen here um i need these pounds to come off but what i realized is um i'm losing i'm losing inches and i'm building muscle there's this um in body scanner that measures kind of the makeup tells you the makeup of your body and one day i got really discouraged because there was a six week challenge and i felt like i didn't do well because i only had lost 14 pounds only 14 pounds like 14 pounds is not substantial you know it's 14 pounds is a lot but i i've lost more because in my mind i should have been down you know instead of 14 i should have been down 40 um and so in my mind i had failed and i was really upset i went and did the in-body scanner i did the in-body scanner before and then i did it um afterwards and what i realized is i i only lost 14 pounds of fat but I actually gained three pounds of muscle and I am down 12 inches around my waist since I started this. Those are the things that I have to remind myself of. This is why you're doing it, Bianca, because otherwise I get real mad and then I claim I ain't going to you close my rings. And then I'm like, you lying. Get up. Get close them rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. I've had an Apple watch for a long time um, since the first one. And I had a time when I was very animate about closing all my rings and getting all the badges. And then my watch broke and I broke that streak. And people really underestimate the power of a streak. They are extremely important to people. I mean, they've done all kinds of research that has just shown, which is why they put streaks on things because they know people become obsessive about them. But Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, funny enough, is because I've had an Apple Watch for so long and because I've exercised so frequently for so long, it takes a lot of work. And I, I need people to understand this if you have any kind of fitness monitoring device that you wear. As your body becomes more accustomed to exercising, you don't get the same amount of points that you used to because that's no longer considered exertion because your body is accustomed to that. So now you have to work harder. But I gave myself the challenge because during the pandemic, I was sitting there. I'm talking like the pandemic's still over. Pandemic's still happening. But, <laughs> it's, it's you know, here. but when we were stuck inside, I set myself the goal that, okay, you in here, you could at least close these rings. 
because I had begun to tell myself that, you know, you know, you're doing the work and I do, I do know I'm doing the work and I cannot base my achievement on a digital device. But I was like, you know what? We're going to do this anyway, just cause. And, um, yeah, so I've been doing really good with the ring closing as well. I, I don't get the same motivation that you do. For example, my watch is on do not disturb. So I don't see the rings and I don't get the taps and I don't do all of that, but whatever keeps you going as is good. It's valid. You know, if it's, I know I have a friend who they love smoking. They love it with all of their heart, They but they've given it up and their encouragement to themselves to keep going. They were like, if you don't do this, then you'll go smoke a cigarette and they don't want to smoke the cigarette. So they continue to do the exercise. I know it's weird, but it works for them. And that's what you got to do. You got to do whatever motivates you, no matter how strange or whatever it is, do what motivates you and make it sustainable. That's, that's the drive home thing for today is sustainability. Mm -hmm. Do things in a sustainable way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, that, I mean, that's, she, she done gave a word today. Um, y'all, this, you all have been blessed by this message. She done gave a word on today. That's real. That's real. Um, yeah. and finding that motivation that is, um, a realistic motivation. I know that the, the food part for me is, is the hardest part to this journey, but I also realized too, that, you know, four ounces of chicken, one cup of green vegetables and a half a cup of a fourth of a cup of a carb is going to work for now, but that, that ain't going to be long-term. Some days I'm going to eat fried chicken and tacos. Um, but understanding what that moderation really looks like. And that's not really a word that I knew before, um, but learning what that is and learning that, okay, I, I used to have it down to my favorite Mexican place that there are certain meals that I liked and I had a list. Okay. This is, you know, this is three boot camps worth. <laughs> this is yeah. you know, two hours of boxing's worth. Yeah. And then I, sometimes I decide, is it worth it? Some days it's yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Other days it's like, nah, it's not. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, and I think we would be remiss to not mention, cause like, you know, we talk a lot about weight loss and I know there are some people who are struggling to gain weight. Like, you know, you have people who, you know, they're, they're just not heavy eaters or they have maybe some sort of maybe eating disorder where their relationship with food is not a good one, you know? So mm -hmm. that, that is also a very real struggle. And, you know, Again, finding something sustainable, finding something healthy where you're like, you know what, I can eat these tacos because this is the amount of calories and my doctor tells me I need to eat this many calories a day so I can gain this weight. Or I know a lot of my mm -hmm. guys are obsessed with gaining muscle mass. They're like, you know, I got to eat these 1900 meals a day. I don't even know how you had that much space in your stomach to eat that much food in a day. But, you know, we all have these ideas in our minds. <laughs> we all have these ideas of what we're supposed to look like and I think one of the things we need to do is like okay this is what I look like right now but this isn't what I have to always look like be it a positive or a negative mm -hmm. you you have the power over yes. that narrative so if you need to eat some more eat some more if you need to eat a little less eat a little less but do not beat yourself up that's the problem and I think too many people beat themselves up 
for small little hiccups and setbacks. They're like, oh, I did this, so now I'm a terrible person. No, you're not. You just had a little setback. You know what? You right. can you can start you can start again. A setback is not yes. a stopping point. It is just a setback. So you know. That is that's so real. That's so real. Um, you know, and we're doing all this talk about, you know, working out and weight loss and what we do. Um, Jay, what is your favorite workout? What's your favorite thing to do? Oh, my favorite, my favorite workout is probably hiking. Honestly, I like being outside. I like that exertion. I like to go up and down the hills. I like that, that feel of the ground underneath my feet. Um, but when I can't hike, I bike mostly. Only because I used to be a pretty avid runner, but, you know, aging is a mother. And my knees and my ankles are like, no, baby. No, no. That's over with. You know, so so I had to do things that were a little less impact. But, yeah, I would say right now hiking is definitely my favorite way to exercise. Okay. Very cool. Very Mm. cool. I have uh, recently gotten into boxing. Yeah. And, um... I love it. So anybody who knows me knows I am a huge Rocky fan. I have been my whole life. And in my mind, I'm going to be Rocky. Okay. So I got my, you know, in my mind, I have a whole playlist for when I hit the bag. I'm like, Ooh. Um, and so I've actually had a goal. We talked about, you know, what are we doing this for? Setting goals. So one of my goals is to recreate the Rocky Four scene of Rocky and the Russian, where I play Rocky and a friend of mine is going to play Ivan Drago. And then we're going to do scene two from Creed Two, where I am going to be Victor Drago. Shout out to Florian Montanu. Um, and cute. she's going to be, he, he, listen, he's that's, cute. It's a fine. He's fine. He's fine. We're going to call it what it is. Um, he's I mean, they're both he's cute. cute. Michael B. Jordan Chungus. is cute and he's cute. I mean, it's just, that was a cute pairing. I mean, anyway, anyway. Listen, <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's a topic for another day. Um, But, okay, fun fact. Y'all, y'all know I be tagging everybody because uh, I be thinking everybody wants to see my stuff. So I be tagging people left and right. Um. Florian is one of the people that I have um, tagged in my uh, in in my Instagram post, and will you know it? Not only did he like a post, he also commented. Listen, we're friends. <laughs> we are friends. We are BFFs. And now I be really motivated. So I'm like, okay, Bianca, you really got to get your form together and get yourself together because you about to be Victor Drago up in here. Oh, I'd be so excited. <laughs> I'd be so excited. Yeah. I, I know, I know. She, she really, she really does get real excited. Like, I mean, day made, smile ear to ear. It, it. It's adorable to watch, quite honestly, you know, so. It was my screensaver on my phone for the day. I yeah, mean, I mean lie. that just yeah. goes to show you the impact that small things have on our behaviors, you know, it's little mm-hmm. things. It is the little right, things, absolutely. but, you know, it has, it's been good talking to you, Bianca. We just, we need to do this more it often. We, we, we took a little break, took a little break. Don't know when the next one's little... coming, but we're going to do better. I don't know what better looks like. We were like. gathering information. We were gathering information for y'all. Right. That's, that's what we're we'll 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 gonna call it. That's what we're gonna call it. That's that is exactly what we were gonna call it. 
in reality, a whole lot of life was happening because that happens. But anyway, a whole lot of life. You know, yeah. it is what it is. So, like I said, we are planning on continuing. Like I said, we are not going to give you any false hope as to when the next episode may be. It could be in a week. It could be in a month. It could be in another two years. We don't know. But it has been great linking up with you all now. And um, if you would like to reach out to us, we still have our email address. It still works at fitandfluffypod at gmail.com. And um, Bianca, you have any closing out words for the folks? I just, just find your motivation and stick to it. Feel free to share your motivations because I'm always looking for new ones. I'm still going to keep my watch though. We can find new things too. (laughs) And yeah, what is your, you have an Instagram page where you post a lot of your workouts and stuff like that. What was that page? Because I think a lot of people would be inspired by it. So my Instagram is at fit bit underscore n a underscore fit b so that's f i t b i t underscore n a underscore f i t b outstanding outstanding I, but i had i created that page before i had my apple watch so it, it's okay it's okay <laughs> it works but yeah check it out follow you there will be lots of side by side so if you don't like side by sides you have been warned you have been warned you have and if you guys would like to check out any of my numerous instagram pages i'm just gonna give the one uh that i post all the public stuff and that is q u a i the number two d a y that is quay today and that is where i post all my hiking i post all my baking i post random photos of myself so if you kind of would like to get to know us on a more personal level that's where you go do it so until next time my friends Ta-ta! See ya!